0: New New South Wales Transport Minister David Elliott is set to push for a stripped back January train timetable. He doesn't want to run any ghost trains on the service now because of COVID. There are less people travelling, obviously, but we know it's pretty quiet. We, we drop by about 20% or 25% patronage during this Christmas, New Year period and even into January. So let's speak to the minister. David, good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Mark. I hope you had a
1: nice Christmas. I did actually. Yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had a dozen for lunch, and uh, it all went off without a without a hiccup, which was always nice.
0: Nice. Uh, now we do have um, uh, increasing numbers. Is that affecting of, of Omicron? That is. Is that affecting patronage on our trains?
1: Yeah, I think it's affecting most most industries and and most employers at the moment. But uh, uh, there's the two. Two issues that obviously um, public transport needs to address, uh, and that is uh, the availability of operators as people sit and wait for uh, any potential um, symptoms to uh, to show, yeah. or a, a test result to confirm or or, or deny that uh, the the virus exists in their bodies. And then, of course, um, the demand. And um, for me, as the uh, as the minister and custodian of the the public purse. In when it comes to public transport, I I didn't see the sense in running empty trains. I thought that that was a waste of money, uh, and also given that um uh, given that we had these challenges with staff anyway, yeah. uh, it uh, seems like a logical decision.
0: All right. So uh, this will happen uh, effectively into next week. Uh, instead of running the regular timetable, um, you'll have your services stripped back. Will it look something akin to a public? Holiday timetable, perhaps more
1: more like a Saturday, but there okay. will be enhanced services. There will be enhanced services, so not as not as light on as a public holiday, um, but uh, but certainly not a normal weekday. And then, of course, you'll have um, you'll have enhanced services. Uh, uh, and I had a giggle at the Telegraph editorial today that said you don't need to. Um, You don't need to enhance the services on the third, fourth or fifth day of the test, because there'll be nobody needing to go to the SDG that day. Well, OK, the test
0: aside for a moment, uh, but but of course New Year's Eve, uh, that may well be a challenge. Uh, There are extra services running into town, even though perhaps (laughs) many mightn't go because of what's happening with Omicron, but I suppose you still need to man and run those services regardless.
1: Well, that's right, and um, and we don't want people unnecessarily um, crowding for those uh, for uh, for those using public transport as well. So uh, that will be they'll be announced over the course of, of today. But it's important for people to get on the app or get on the uh, transport uh, website and, and know exactly what um, what services will be running so that they uh, so they can plan their night accordingly.
0: All right. You've got a big job ahead of you next year. I don't need to tell you that. With uh, some issues in uh, transport in New South Wales, I think one of the uh, uh, the wonderful things I read in the last couple of weeks since you've taken on this portfolio is uh, is future procurement of of infrastructure uh, to be built here in
1: Australia. Yeah, Marcus. I'm going to have like I, I worked in industry associations for the ten years before I got elected to Parliament after after I left the army and. And you know, the reality is um, there aren't many bad products in Australia. Australians do do industry well, uh, and uh, yeah, of course, there's going to be situations where um, there are it's, it's cheaper and better quality to to run overseas. But I don't think infrastructure is is one of them. So um, I uh, and I'm, I'm I'm also without being a protectionist, also wanting to know if governments have perpetually. And particularly um, the bean counters have have always taken into consideration the ex- the entire economic benefit of manufacturing in Australia, yeah. and that's beyond just the GST receipts and the and the payroll tax. That's that's whether or not you know regional economies or suburban uh, suburban workplaces can be enhanced and can um, can be stimulated by the, the the multiplier effect, and and that's what I want to have a, have a look at. But I think I think. Most Australians are more prepare, are prepared or would accept paying a little bit more of a premium on products if they know it's A, Australian made, but B, its quality. Yeah. Uh, and when things go wrong, I want to be able to um, uh, walk down um, down Martin Place and speak to some uh, business leaders and say, right, you, you know, you screw it over the taxpayer on this one. Um, we better fix it because uh, you know the town, this town's not big enough for both of us. <laughs>
0: All right, I like that, David. Good to chat. Have a, a wonderful, safe new year. You got a couple of, uh, well, a few staff who are, of course, out of action due to uh, the pandemic. We've got deep cleans happening on trains. We uh, mandatory mask wearing, of course. So let's hope everything goes off
1: without a hitch. Yeah, thanks, Marcus. And is, when you're using public transport, use use common sense, and 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 that is, you know, make sure that you you know you've got a bit of sanitiser with you. Make sure you've got a mask with you. Make sure you know where you're going and when you're going so that you don't have to crowd around um, unnecessarily.
0: All right, mate. Take care. We'll talk in 2022. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Marcus. Bye-bye.